Welcome to Philadelphia Flyers Weekly, your home for Philadelphia Flyers podcasts. WBME Broadcasting. Each week we'll run down player news and franchise news for the Philadelphia Flyers National Hockey League Club. We'll also feature news from around the NHL and much more. Flyers Weekly starts right now with your host, Chris Smith. Well, I certainly hope that you all had a very good new year. Mine was excellent, as I hope yours was, too. It's good to have you aboard for this brand new year, 2006, uh, Philadelphia Flyers Weekly. And after a week off, we're back here, we're ready to go, and the Flyers, they just keep winning, and this road trip keeps getting better and better. It's really turning out to be not only the longest in club history, like I'm sure you all know, but uh, this has become the absolute best uh, road trip in club history. Uh, The Flyers just keep winning, whether it's by one goal, whether it's in overtime, whether it's by two goals, it doesn't matter. The games just keep going the Flyers' way. There's a lot of reasons for that. There's a lot of things happening on the ice. We'll talk about that. We'll try to cover most of those for this edition of Flyers Weekly. Of course, our email address, always flyersweekly at gmail.com, and our homepage, philadelphiaflyersweekly.blogspot.com. Make sure you check those out online. Getting right into it this week, Hitch- Hitchcock's Corner. And uh, like we mentioned, Flyers just winning games. Here's a comment that Hitch had to say to the media about what's going on. He says, this is regarding some of the one-goal games. Hitch says, I'm sure there's teams that have finished playing us and say, what the hell? How do we not find a way to beat that team? But we found a way to win. I'd like to see someone else have the record we have with this group missing five, six, seven, or up to nine key players. These guys deserve a lot of credit. This is a team built on character right now, and we know that there's people coming back in a couple of weeks that are really going to help us. But right now, we just compete right to the end of the day. If you do that, good things happen. And how true is that? How true is that? How many times have you seen a different player every single game step up? It's it's a new star every game. We had Ben Eager score a couple goals the other week. We had Mike Knubel score a couple goals the other night. We had... Kim Janssen take it end-to-end, one end of the ice to the other, coast-to-coast against the Rangers, and what an outstanding goal that was. If you saw it, it was incredible. If you didn't see it, it's on the highlight reel on PhiladelphiaFlyers.com. Make sure you go and watch it. It's Kim Janssen's goal against the, the, the Rangers. It was incredible. But again, it's it, it, it's a different player every single night, and the, and the defense, the Flyers' defense, that's led by Darian Hatcher, and that Hatcher getting the most ice time on the team. What a great job he's doing! Uh, but the, you're looking; this is a complete full team effort, and I think Hitch has made it very evident that any player who is not going to play uh, with going up, going to go out there and play 100 percent and give everything they have, they're going to sit. John Sim has been. Uh, example number one. He's been he, he's been public example number one of this. If, if if the player's going to go out there, they're going to have bad games. And John Sim had a couple bad games. They're not going to play. How many games has John Sim set out? Quite a few. I think uh, I think Hitch played Sim in, in the New Year's Eve game game against the the, the Capitals. I think on one of Sim's first uh, shifts, he had, he uh, had drawn a penalty or had gotten or was penalized, I should say, and didn't play much the rest of the game. So that's always been the thing with Hitch. I mean, he's going to make you feel that uh, you know if you're not in this 100, percent if you're not going to play a, a team effort, and uh, you're going to go out there, you're going to make mistakes, and you're going to sit. It has Tristarian's name has come up. 
that Chris Terrian, you know, when the game starts to get, uh, Chris Terrian doesn't wake up until the game's halfway over. It's there's been comments made about that by Hitch. Hey, uh, Terrian, the game starts at seven, seven thirty. Show up. And Terrian has played, you know, kind of lackadaisical, but uh, Terrian has been out there. He's done what he's needed to do, though. He's been getting ice time. A lot of people will say, well, he's, you know, he's he's antiquated. He's out of date for this game. You know, he's big and he's really slow. And he, uh, he crea- he, he, he's been creating too many unnecessary penalties as of late. But Terrian's going out there. He's getting the puck away from the, from the offenders. That's one thing he is doing somewhat when he goes out there. But you look, you look at a lot of these other players on the team. We, you know, we mentioned uh, you know, Michael Hanzus has just been outstanding. The youngsters, all the youngsters have been great. Jeff Carter, Mike Richards. Mike Richards, what a game he played the other night. It was a Rangers game in New York. A lot of good hits, a lot of quality hits for Mike Richards. That's a great thing to see. That's what Hitch wants to see. That's what everybody, I, that's what I want to see. That's what everybody in Philly wants to see. Guys, you can go up there and, and put on great hits. Open ice hits are great. Donald Brashear has been getting much more ice time as well, and boy, has he been putting it to good use. You know, you, you think of Donald Brashear, and you think, you know, he's the bruiser. He's the guy who's going to go out there, and he's, he's going to, you know, he's going to defend the team physically. Well, he's done that. He's done a great job. He always does a great job with that. But how Donald Brashear has really come in there, he's really made chances for himself. Um, He's done a great job. Brian Savage, he's creating opportunities. So many names that, uh, you, you know, it's Sammy Kapanen, Man O'Day. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. I mean, it doesn't really stop. I mean, there's been Freddie Meyer. How about Freddie Meyer, the youngster, young defenseman, defenseman coming up, and uh, what a year he's had. Randy Jones has been recalled. We'll talk about that in a minute. But just a, a lot of players. I mean, like I said, the list goes on. And if you're not with that, if you're not with that crew, then you're not going to play. If you're not playing with that crew, you're not going to play. If you, you, I mean, that's that's just the hitch has made it evident. And like I said, we talked about John Sim, and we'll see who else. Uh, I think everybody else is is pretty safe. But prime example right there. If you know, if you're not going to, if it's not going to be a team effort, hey, look, you're going to sit. We talk about the lines a lot, and Hitch keeps moving the lines around. What a great job he's been doing in lieu of all these injuries and uh, the Gagne-Forsberg line kind of struggling a little bit. Um, Of course, Simone Gagne scored the game winner against the uh, Rangers on Thursday. Uh, He also had a goal on uh, Friday against the Capitals. It was a key goal. Uh, but the line had struggled lately, as of late. Uh, And we saw Jeff Carter up there with the Forsberg-Gagne line. We saw Mike Knubel be, being moved over to uh, to to a Sammy Kapanen and Hans Michael Hanzus line, but uh, Friday night here's how the lines kind of uh, shaped up against Washington. Looked kind of like this: the Gagne Forsberg Knubel line was back together somewhat, but we saw Sammy Kapanen being floated in that line as well. And what a great thing that is to see Sammy Kapanen with that line. I mean, Sammy's just all over the place. He can play every single position on the ice. He's a smart player. He's created chances. Very cool to see Sammy Kapanen up there with Peter Forsberg and Simone Gagne. Um, but that line, the Gagne Forsberg Knubel line, did start the game. Uh, and of course, Captain has been kind of been the utility guy, and what a utility guy he has been. He's been thrown in kind of everywhere. Uh, we saw Donald Brashear, Sammy Captain, and Mike Richards. We saw uh, Brian Savage, Bronco Radovojevic, and uh, Michael Hanzus. Uh, Jeff Carter, R.J. Umberger, and Ben Eager, and what a trio that has been. 
Very good playing by uh, by those three players as well. R.J. Umberger still uh, really, really doing a great job up there, a youngster, and uh, Ben Eager, another guy who plays a very physical game, scored a couple goals the other the other week, uh, doing a great job for the Flyers right now. Really good to see those those youngsters uh, playing very well. And uh, of course, we talked about Mike Richards getting into the fights, and same way with Ben Eager getting into the fights and playing a physical game. Uh, that's what every Philly fan, the Flyer fan, likes to see right there, and that's uh, that's what we look for. It's great. It's great to see. Um, and, and what can, and Darian Hatcher, you know, Sammy Kapanen, those two really have been the meat and potatoes of, the, of this lineup, if you ask me. Um, Kapanen averaging about 18 minutes on ice each night. He had two points last week. Darian Hatcher is averaging 24 minutes a game this entire uh, season, this entire year. He played 33 minutes. That was a, uh, a team high. 33 minutes against uh, Washington on New Year's Eve. And, uh, you, you know, you talk about Darian Hatcher. Again, you talk about the physical game. And this is all kind of going back. You remember at the beginning of the year where the Flyers came out and they were struggling a little bit. Uh, and we had talked about the physical game just wasn't there. There was no hitting going on. It was kind of like a big feeling out process for the entire game. And, you know, usually you get in there in the first period, the first uh, half of the first period or something. is like a feeling out process. Back at the beginning of the season, it was like that the entire game. Well, how much has the physical game really increased for the Flyers? It's been great to see it. Led by Darian Hatcher, led by Donald Brashear, guys like that. But Darian is on the ice a lot. He's a smart player. He's really getting in uh, to the nitty-gritty with these uh, opponents. He's really getting in their heads. And he's, again, he's playing the physical game, getting in their face, and he's doing a very good job of it. And you can watch him do it every night. Again, a smart player. Uh, he knows when to hold back, and he knows when, when to go forward, when, he, when to, go after, to go after the puck and go after a player. Uh, so it's good to see Darian Hatcher really holding his own uh, and uh, getting a lot of ice time as well. Um, bottom line, you know, the, the Flyers have been winning. They've been getting the job done. A lot of times it hasn't been pretty. You know, they've struggled a little bit with the, with the fence and, uh, you know, letting, again, turnovers. We'll talk about turnovers because that seems to be the story over and over and over again are turnovers, and that's what kills every team. Um, but they've been, getting, they've been winning the games, whether it's by one goal or whatever. They've been getting their job done. But you look at another key player, that's Antero Nidamaki. What a great job. A 2.62 goals against average this year. He's averaging about 27 saves per game. Um, very solid in the absence of Esch. Uh, a lot of shots off, po- off, the, off the post, too. I mean, uh, <laughs> if, you, if you watch a Flyers game, you'll hear that, uh, that puck ringing off the post a lot. That's become part of Nitty's game is, uh, is the goal post. And you'll see a lot of pucks, for whatever reason, just goes off the goal post. But uh, any way you can get it done. But really, Nidamaki just has been uh, a complete... Uh, just a great thing in the absence of Robert Ash. What a great job he's he's been doing. And you know, we talked about uh, you know Hitch wanted to get uh, Antero in and wanted to um, make sure he stayed fresh when Ash is, is healthy. Well, this has been the time for Nidamaki to shine. Uh, the last couple weeks when Ash has been out, and uh, Nidhi gets the call and he just comes in and plays great. He's been making some great saves. He's been coming out of the net. He's been he's been he's, he's been cutting down angles. Um, and he's seen it all now because he's had a couple shootout games too, uh, so he's improving in that aspect as well. Uh, but Nidimaki, what a great job he's been! Thank goodness we have a, a, a quality goaltender uh, to back up Robert Esch, who uh, who was of course out with an injury. Um, 
Speaking of injuries, uh, injury report uh, for this week. Uh, Robert Esch, where we talked about uh, him and everyone knows the injury with him. Uh, he has been skating. He's been skating aggressively. Hitch says he's probably going to be taking shots on Sunday morning's practice. Um, so, good thing to see. Possibly, um, I don't. I wouldn't see Robert Esch returning this week. Uh, possibly next the week, the week after next. Um, Turner Stevenson, Yoni Pickenin have both been skating with the team. Uh, Turner Stevenson still struggling with a hip. Uh, apparently, he had he, uh, his hip checked again. He's having a lot of pain uh, with his hip, but uh, he had he had that area checked again. There's uh, doctors say there's nothing wrong with it, uh, and the Flyers staff trainers are just trying to figure out what's going on right now with Turner Stevenson. Definitely a, a, another another guy, another big defenseman that the Flyers are missing right now. And when this cavalry comes back, Desjardins, uh, Stevenson, Pitkinen, uh, look out. This is, uh, we talked about that probably the best hockey for this team is going to be after the new year in 2006. We've already been seeing it with this road trip. Uh, and once once these players come back, once the cavalry comes back, it, it, it's going to be pretty amazing to see. So, uh, tra- uh, Turner Stevenson uh, still struggling with a hip. Uh, they're trying to work through that. Yoni Pickenin has, uh, again, been skating with the teams, been skating aggressively. So, uh, Yoni's still probably a week or so off. Uh, Dennis Seidenberg, the newest injury to, to add to this list. Uh, he was hurt. He was he was hitting the knee. Um, it was a check. He was hitting the knee in the uh, Rangers game. And... Um, beat that up pretty well. He's going to have an MRI done on his knee, and they're going to try to figure out uh, what goes on from there. He tore his MCL a couple years ago, I believe, and uh, I believe he had said that this the injury he has now feels similar to that. Not good news um, for uh, Dennis Seidenberg, who has really been playing well lately. Uh, they've been getting the puck to Dennis a lot more on the point, and he's been able to shoot. He's, he's got a heavy shot, and uh, he's been able to get a lot of shots off lately. He's been doing a very good job on defense, uh, so definitely not good to hear this, that uh, Dennis Seidenberg could could be possibly out for a while. Hopefully the news is good. If he is out uh, for a while, he would also need to forfeit his spot on the German Olympic team because uh, he was also... Uh, name to that team as well to play for his country. So, see what happens there. Keith Primo, um, day-to-day right now, of course. Uh, some days are good, some days are bad with the concussion. Uh, of course, he is going through um, his workouts, just trying to keep continue to string good consecutive workout days together. Uh, so, Hopefully sometime after the Olympics is what they're saying now for Primo. Uh, keeping our fingers crossed for him. Uh, Eric Desjardins, uh, probably another couple weeks yet. He's been able to work out, just uh, no activity on the shoulder, no shooting, no nothing like that. But he's able to skate, so not an issue there. Uh, and that's it. <laughs> the injury report's getting smaller, and it's good we haven't had a whole lot of new injuries except for the one to Seidenberg. Um, but uh, it's getting smaller, and <laughs> it's looking better. And we'll get Robert Ash back here real soon. Same way with Yoni. Yoni will be back real soon. And um, hopefully the injury to uh, Dennis Seidenberg isn't too bad. Uh, This week coming up, the road trip finally ends. And the Flyers will return home next Saturday to face the Avalanche. And uh, that, that game actually on NBC in the afternoon. Uh, will be a very good one. Um, but the Flyers still have a lot of work to do because the Devils on Monday, and what a game that will be in New Jersey. Um, always a great game against the Devils. Uh, but uh, the next two games, uh, going out west a little bit to Chicago and Detroit. And Detroit, the one game 
uh, out of Joe Louis Arena, which is going to be quite an interesting game. Uh, Manny Legacy is is back now with the team for uh, to, 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 in, in net for them. Uh, Chris Osgood, who was in net uh, for a couple weeks there when Legacy was injured, uh, did a pretty good job. But now with Legacy back, uh, look out. I think the team's going to do very well. And you got to watch with Detroit because they have the best power play, I think, in the NHL. Uh, they score on like a quarter of their power play opportunities. They have the best power play percentage in the NHL. And, um, you know, the Flyers defensemen are going to uh, create uh, ugly penalties. It could get ugly that game, the Detroit game. So uh, something to, to keep an eye out there. Detroit also been really falling behind early on some of their games and, and come sto- they come storming from behind like the second or third period. It's amazing to see. Because, um, you know, more times than not, how many times have we seen the opposing team that's playing Detroit get, a, get like a two or three goal lead? And by the second or third period, here comes the Red Wings. They come charging back out of nowhere. They score something like three or four unanswered goals. They end up winning the game. We saw, you know, almost happen when, uh, if you watch the OLN game, I believe it was Monday night uh, when they played Minnesota, they almost did the same thing. They didn't win the game, but they were down something like 3-1 three, three to one or 3 to nothing at some point. They ended up losing the game like 4-2. to two. Um, But, again, you know, you look, at, you, you look at some of their games, they come storming back out of nowhere. Uh, so they're never down and out. Uh, so Flyers make it in early lead in Detroit doesn't mean a whole lot. So something to keep in mind there for Detroit. A good team. Uh, they lead their division as well. Of course, Colorado Avalanche come in on Saturday the 14th uh, to the Wachovia Center. And that is, of course, the home game uh, back home for the Flyers. And a, and a good thing. Uh, definitely well-deserved. That's going to do it for this edition of Flyers Weekly. Thank you for joining me. I'm Chris Smith. Flyersweekly at gmail.com is our email address and philadelphiaflyersweekly.blogspot.com is our homepage. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Flyers Weekly on WPME Broadcasting, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Make sure to join us next week for another edition of Flyers Weekly. And make sure to join us online at philadelphiaflyersweekly.blogspot.com. And make sure to send us your emails at flyersweekly at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.